<laughs> what up, you guys? <laughs> Did you see I got my uh, robe on here? Yeah, dude. You inspired me. Nice. You got it. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I drank a white Russian earlier. No shit, really? So we got... This will we'll, we'll come in here, you know. Uh, yeah. We got recently a betrothed. No, that's not the right word. Bequeathed. Uh, bequeathed. We got. We were bequeathed a lar. Essentially, the um. The contents of like a very stacked home bar, but not like the full contents. Like there had been a two or three or four kind of last hoorahs, and then where the kind of impetus was drink the place dry because we're moving out and leaving. Yeah. And then we got all the stuff that was left over after that. You follow? Was this from a, a certain Azure domicile? That's exactly were? right. Yeah, That's okay. That's exactly right. The, the yeah. infamous blue house yeah. is clearing out in Queen Anne, Seattle. Yeah. And they have a, a bar there, a home bar. And those people are, are moving out and we got the the like scraps <laughs> 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 to put it into terms that the listener might understand crow which i yeah. think is is maybe a good idea it you know what it, the, the home bar equivalent of like the morgul scum that has been cut up and ripped to shreds by a horde of hungry urukai mm-hmm the guts that get thrown up into the air and land in the grass. <laughs> That's what we got. But that still was a lot for us. Like, sure. So we have a lot of. You're used to sterile maggoty bread. Yeah. But we don't really have a ton of ingredients. Like we don't have, we have a lot of like pieces for different things, but not really any kind of like, <laughs> okay, you know, like we wouldn't really be able to craft much completely, you know. But we we have a lot of the requisite parts. Gotcha. So you got like a random bottle of vermouth. Uh... We have like a shit ton of vermouth and bitters. <laughs> yeah, and like triple sec and. You know, peppermint schnapps and fireball and Kahlua and <laughs> and and the, but also like we have all this. You know, we have like vodka and gin and and a bunch of rum and, and all this different stuff. But I guess like and especially in terms of someone like me, who I'm not necessarily just like yeah, let me find something to drink neat. You yeah, know, yeah. Not a lot of the whole complement of things to make like a drink necessarily and i was like oh that'd be kind of fun to i was kind of preparing for this and i was like that'd be kind of fun to make a cocktail or something you know for chilling yeah. with crow 
Yeah. And I was like, so I was surveying the scene and I was like, really <laughs> the only thing that I really know how to make that we definitely have all the ingredients to is a white Russian. <laughs> oh, God. So at like two, I guess, I guess like 1.30 p.m. in my time zone, <laughs> I made up a white Russian and it was pretty good. I do like a white Russian. Yeah. But after one i was like i don't think i'm i don't think i can make another yeah so yeah i waited a little bit and i've got a beer us here a big juicy oh daddy a big juicy pale ale. <laughs> you like that big juicy i like it big and i like it juicy baby <laughs> um but yeah so i did have a white russian earlier nice yeah well i feel like that just to kind of get in the mood i guess in the realm of like mixed drinks that are greater than the sum of their parts. Mm. Um, you think I that's one? I think that's, de- I mean, of course, without a <laughs> doubt. Um, but that's also in the same camp of many drinks that can only be enjoyed once in a setting, you know, that you wouldn't want to be sitting all day pounding white Russians. Um, well, that-, that reminds me of a few 420s ago. When yourself and I and I and some other friends went to the Wilma Theater, right? R.I.P. And yeah. uh, watched the Big Lebowski, and I think I had about five white Russians. <laughs> Over the course of it, I had just recently turned twenty-one. Yeah, was broke, yeah. had no real money, but was like spending seven dollars on a white Russian at at the Wilma, you know, mm. <laughs> paying hand. It's and such a foot to fucking Nick Chicota. Yeah. Wait. Like a sucker. Yeah. 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 For sure. I got them. I got that mixed up with the rocks. And I thought you were about to drop some devastating news on me. But uh, yeah. Um, as a we little would never as. never besmirch the rocks. Eh? Yeah, I would never. to the Groundhog Day episode. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was called. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we've talked about our viewing of the lighthouse at some point too, right? Have we? I don't know. Did something significant happen there? No, no, no. Nothing really significant. Other than, it's, other than our viewing of that movie, I guess. No, yeah. Um, I was just thinking it's another Just the time right where... amount of attitude is the Groundhog Day episode. Right. I think we give the Roxy Theater its due. Yeah, yeah. Good point. But yeah, Nick Jakota, fuck you. <laughs> um, Whoa. I know. There goes I, that sponsorship opportunity. <laughs> his whole uh, Riverside abomination is on the chopping chopping block right now, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Which is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, Not a lot of demand for like a <laughs> WeWork convention center. Yeah. In post-pandemic world. What I liked God. about it Much is... Much less demand, at least. Thank God. The vibe I get from that part of town is like, I, I mean, I've told you before, it's like a Call of Duty map, abandoned parking lot vibes. But what I was hoping for is, you know how there's those like cities around the world that have had like hosted um, the Olympics and they build all of this infrastructure and crazy shit. And then once the Olympics are gone, it's just like an abandoned part, a part of town. That's exactly right. Yeah. So I was picturing, I was kind of in a hopeful way, like picturing four years down the road after Nick Dakota's eyesore on the river is abandoned, um, just 
marmots and maybe deer and raccoons and uh, you know what and whoever wants to occupy this space just sort of having this kind of um you know free for all type structure that you could get away with anything in um sort of like when like i'm jumping around here but like in seattle whatever that police precinct was that got taken over by people what the uh, Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Yeah, yeah, there's a name for the it. Police precinct, but oh, okay, I thought it was, but it just you know something just like, like a that. Block in a hippie area. Yeah, Missoula so, could could benefit it, from that. Here's what I have to say to that: is I look forward, Crow. I look forward to in. I don't know. 36 to 48 months uh, stumbling eastward on I-90 into the Missoula Valley with nothing but my satchel and uh, uh, filled with <laughs> oh, it's some bare bones audio recording equipment, uh, this burner cell phone and a flare gun. <laughs> Um, and uh, slowly combing my way through the wreckage of former Missoula, um, dodging, you know, the low, low raiders and uh, <laughs> trying to stay out of sight and eventually, you know, wandering through downtown, uh, seeing a bunch of sort of scattered gangs of street urchins and eventually... Uh, <clears throat> uh, being led by a <laughs> fleet of homeless children to the doors of the former Wilma Theater, you know, where I walk among the deserted <laughs> pews to see yourself, yeah, long-haired and bearded in some sort of robe leading like a society of homeless like street spies. Yes. You know, and we like greet each other standoffishly at first, uh, only to... <laughs> <laughs> you know reunite fondly and host like a hostile vibes live show in front of you know whatever kind of derelict impoverished crowd remains in our like shattered landscape yeah yeah for sure the beginning of of uh jim craig the hopper perhaps yeah, you've assumed a new identity. I've assumed, the, or train yard Randy. I become the only one who's able to communicate with you. Right, yeah, just through a series of grunts. I I do like the idea of like a de-evolution of language where... Okay, interesting. Like in the next, you know, let's say 50 years or something, because, you know, you think about it, People love acronyms these days when they're texting, when they're talking. I mean, LOL and LMAO are part of everyday um, verbal interaction anymore, whether through text or, or through regular speech. Um, and I feel like we have such a desire to shorten the things that we say that eventually we'll just uh, arrive at a language of grunts. Um, and then we can all speak to each other in a much more simplistic and uh, evolved or de-evolved way. That's fucking interesting, man. That's, That's... fucking interesting. 
<laughs> you know, I anyway. would love to communicate through. <laughs> anyway, what up, what up? Welcome to Hostel Vibes from Wholesome Places. Hostel Watch from Wholesome Places with Hooks and Crow. The Hooks and Crow show uh, for the 49th time uh, through different iterations, but retaining the same uh, essential core acoustics. These dulcet tones um, are my own. Uh, being myself, which is your humble host, uh, which is Hooks. <laughs> Making horrible, grotesque, uh, grimacing faces at me. Uh, also, for the 49th time, unbelievably, uh, we have uh, my very own trained talking crow host. Oh, no, what are you doing? He's spilling Doritos all over himself. Those, my friend are rose petals oh <laughs> i only know that because you mentioned doritos earlier right yeah i do have a bag of doritos ready to be poured okay, at, at a moment's notice sprinkled a bunch of rose petals all over himself yeah for sure my odor has grown quite bad over the past uh, week or so so <laughs> i've been how you uh, combat it exactly i've been dousing myself in rose petals in the hopes that i will smell somewhat um approachable to another human <laughs> you know yeah fair enough people uh, really uh people you know first impressions they say are everything but i think the you know the first impression on the olfactory glands is more important than the first impression personality wise first uh in impression i'm trying to think of a pun yeah with the word smell yeah yeah um I can't Scent. First yeah. impressant. Present. Yeah. Scent yeah. Like in, you know, impress. And then scent. S C E N T. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you. It's better than anything I could have come Is up with. Is that foolproof? Is yeah. that brilliant? Yes, bro. <laughs> yes. Dude, one of <laughs> these days. The level we're operating at this fine. February you know, day. I swear to God, I almost said October day. I yeah. still essentially feel like it's October. It Is might as well be. Up? Am I fucked up? No, I mean that's about as far back as I can remember. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so, yeah, might as well be one long month of October. I mean, the weather certainly seems suggestive of it. My God, the October of our discontent. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Is that pretty good? You know, you want to know something I see in your future, Jay? Oh boy, here we go. This. It's it's a small thing. It's not a big deal, and it's a good thing. <laughs> okay, hit me with it. I'm interested. Do you know how Stephen Colbert coined the word truthiness? I guess I remember something like that. 
I see you coining a term like that at you some think point in, in 2021. Life. Oh, just at some point in my life, I'll coin a word. No, this isn't. Yeah. 2021 is not the year for your word coinage, but <laughs> at some point in your future, I see you uh, and it won't be uh, impressive, uh, but it'll be something equally or more clever than that. Okay, so you're essentially what you're saying is, wow, that is an achievement worthy of hanging up my jersey and <laughs> not playing anymore. Uh, I that that albeit dizzying height is not even the, the the peak that I will or am capable of of reaching in terms of a portmanteau. <laughs> For sure, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> upon manto you're the sea man of the portmanteau the hell is that supposed to mean <laughs> one of the seamen of portmanteau i'm offended I, by that you've got a way with portmanteaus like a seaman would a normal port you know I, like i fairy tune from them with kind of gleeful abandon absolutely yeah. so to speak yeah, so to speak <laughs> and careless disregard for <laughs> you know kind of the the rule of law sort of like a jack sparrow of the english language if you will kind of jack torrance of the is english that fair? language is it fair to describe myself as the jack sparrow of the english language <laughs> yes i don't want to necessarily Savvy. be associated with Johnny Depp, so to speak. Sure. So I'm, I want to make it clear I don't consider myself, or I, I would reject the mantle of Johnny Depp of the English language, but I would certainly accept the mantle happily of Captain Jack Sparrow of the English language. Yeah. 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 Captain Hook of the English language, baby. Whoa. Is he good? No, Captain Hook is a bad guy. No, you don't. You but don't he's, a con he's an anti-hero. Am I wrong? No, I've never really seen any Peter Pan related content ever in my entire life. <laughs> I never really watched it as a kid. And then almost, you know, for as soon as I can remember, everyone's like, yeah, like Captain Hook. Right. And so I, I I've always had a, a lingering antipathy towards it for that reason and never interacted or engaged with. Peter Pan or Captain Hooker ever. I've never seen any of it. Yeah. I don't really know what it's about. Yeah. Yeah. And Does I guess that make me kind of like crazy. I dude. I think it's yes worth or it. no. I think I think you're fucking crazy for that for sure, dude. You're fucking insane. Have you been avoiding You think it? I should watch a bunch of should we? Well, here's a net now. Well, this this opens up a content door for us. Okay. Do we? You know, is this the Patreon, so to speak? I, uh, you know, I go through and interact. Yeah, I think there's a rabbit outside of my room right now in the, in, the, in our bushes. That's kind of cool. Oh, that's sick. What kind right. of? Is it fluffy? Yeah, it's just a. It's just all all bunny there's only say. one way to eat a brace of conies uh, boil them mash them stick them in a stew what was i uh, talking about crow i, I got think distracted. he mashes the conies oh you know is this the patreon 
eye hooks watches finally hooks. confronts you know your namesake yeah i finally meet my maker isn't there a movie called just hook, hook. yeah and i've talked about this on the show before that when i was younger and in uh I remember for the first time doing it in middle school and then definitely again in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Googling my name and uh, which my full name is John William Hooks. I know that's like a full <laughs> docs, but it's a, you, get, you get the story falls down as you do it. Yeah. But like, and uh, all that comes up is the fact that the composer John Williams scored the movie Hooks. Right. Probably yeah. still to this day. Um, and so I've always been like, fuck that movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it Google washed you. <laughs> yeah. So from a young age, I, I, I love Robin Williams. Yeah. I've never, I've seen, never it. seen it. Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe that'd be a good uh, Patreon episode. I mean, yeah, I guess- listeners, let us know if you, if you want that. Um, and a convenient there's a couple convenient ways for you to do that i want to i want to try with to like mention this up top because i always forget to mention it until the end yeah so maybe this will generate by which time people have stopped listening i'm sure (laughs) so we have a couple of ways for you to get in contact with the show which is important because as we've discussed this is the 49th episode, which yeah, makes the next one. The big five zero. The big five zero. We, of course, have the email adoniscrow666 at gmail.com. A-D-O-N-I-S-I-S. I have a little story about that, by the way. But anyways, okay, well, we'll get to that after this. Yeah. We yeah. have news, which is we have a new component um, just in time. Uh, for our upcoming 50th episode we have a voicemail so you can call and uh i'm not gonna answer it it's i will never see that you're calling but it'll it'll just go to voicemail and you can leave us a message um and and uh, if you do it before we record our 50th episode so if you hear this or see me post about it and call and leave a message ahead we'll play it We'll play messages on the 50th episode. Uh, we'll probably play them if we ever get them anyways. So yeah. I don't even need to timestamp that at all. But um, yeah, you can call in and leave messages to the show and we'll play them. What's the number? The number 406-282-1412. I got a Montana number off Google. So it's all on Google. And uh, and uh you can just, uh, <laughs> I think I left us a little message as a tester. Do you want to hear it, Crow? I'd love to hear it. Okay, I might, I'm going to try to share screen here. Yeah. Let me in, Daddy. Okay. Hey. Can't hear it. You can't? Nope. I'm going to try it again. Could you hear it that time? No. Oh, okay. Well, uh, it was literally just me saying get fucked <laughs> twice. <laughs> so uh, you 
you missed out by not hearing that. I don't think but, my yeah. self-esteem needed that. So, <laughs> well, yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah. again, listener, if you want to do that again, that number, put it in your contacts as hooks and crow four zero six two eight two one four one two. Leave us a message. Um, any anything, any question that's on your mind, anything on, at all on your mind, let us know. Uh, and uh, also, yeah, Donis Crow six 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 at gmail dot com. Uh, Crow, you guys said you had a story about that. Oh, it's just a small thing that I wanted to mention. Perhaps I should have mentioned it off air, but uh, I just got a notification today that someone else knows my password to the uh, Adonis Crow 666 at gmail.com email. <laughs> um, so someone, some stranger on this planet, or perhaps just a very smart computer somewhere. Wouldn't uh, it, couldn't it, isn't it probably just you are logged in on t- multiple devices? I've only logged in on one device. Oh. Yeah. So we've been, <laughs> we, there's a chance we've been hacked. Um, okay. Well, maybe hacking. then just call the voicemail. <laughs> there, there's someone that we know that has experience hack, hacking the PSN network. I have a suspicion that it's him. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but at any rate, uh, so yeah. So if you get a response from me that doesn't quite seem like me, well, we will never send you a link. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. We'll probably yeah. never respond to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if it just you, if you get a response, that's the hacker. We'll just leave mm. it at that, okay? We'll never respond to you, but you should email us. We'll read. We'll read it on the show. That's how we'll respond. If you get an email <laughs> response. Uh, that's the hacker we'll just let them we'll let each other coexist right but if you email if you get an email from our shows email that says like hot singles in your area if it just says hey i need you to see this and then like a link (laughs) with no discernible website on it don't (laughs) click it don't be like john podesta don't don't fall for it (laughs) Okay, we'll just rely on our audience being a little more educated than that. So we'll always respond on the show. That's how you know you can you can reach out to us that way. We'll always respond to it this way. Same thing with the voicemail. I'm never gonna call you back on that number. I'm never gonna answer it. You leave a message, we hear it, we play it on the show, we discuss it, we you know. Yeah, you get you get the concept hooks and crew we as far as i i can only speak for myself but i do not know any nigerian princess or princes um or any sort of nigerian royalty just so you know up top well people don't even really do that one anymore oh is that old school is that yeah, old school? it's a little bit hack <laughs> yeah sure you know it's like uh yeah it's just it's just fishing you know like i constantly get just a text and it says it's from like Ashley thirteen oh eight at gmail.com. and it's just a link. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna click that. Yeah, that's not so, the Ashley I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is how we respond if it's from the email. It's the hacker. Ignore them. Don't click any links that they send. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Crow, what's going on with you? Explain yourself. 
<laughs> what do you mean the robe? No, well, yeah, we are both wearing robes. We're both getting comfortable. My hands got biscuity again. Oh God, again. You know how it goes. You ain't been eating enough butter. I haven't been eating enough milk duds. <laughs> is the problem. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so milk no duds made your skin flakier Definitely. or like scalier. Yep. You got that right. And then butter makes your skin more supple. It makes your skin more supple. And you're That's saying nice. your your biscuity, which I would assume would be closer to flaky than mm -hmm. supple. You're, you're absolutely right. No. So why I mean, do you need to eat more milk duds? So when you over supple your skin you know it's a bit like your hair if you were to wash your hair and condition it every day you'd be over suppling it and sure. you need something there to kind of dry it out you need some grease yeah exactly you need so some grease to build up we all need I'd, some grease to build up now and the, again the problem is you get into a scenario when you eat a bunch of butter um <laughs> it's sort of like when you drink a bunch You're of alcohol. So serious let the listener know crow is completely earnest <laughs> and serious about this right now but you know how like alcoholics at a certain point they hit like a what's known as a moment of clarity no 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 it's called like reverse rock bottom or something like that but it's where your liver is too weak to like break down alcohol or something like that so you actually get drunker off of drinking less um and so what's been happening is i oversuppled my skin to the point that it can't naturally produce any sort of supplement, you know, suppling fluids. Okay. So I have to eat milk duds to. It's create. artificially reliant. Exactly. It's artificially supple. Mm -hmm. And yeah. reliantly so. Like the, the butter got me to a, a, like a supple level that was like reasonable, but I took it way beyond that. And now my skin just won't supple. So I've got to. Uh make it worse for myself, like push it to its absolute dry limit with the milk duds. So and it's like a moon cycle. Like it's like a waxing and waning moon cycle of flakiness to supple. And you're going from like a super full supple moon mm -hmm. and you're trying, you're trying to return to like a kind of normal cycle, but Mm -hmm. you've got to go through the full crescent the waning yeah cycle and you're you're you you're at biscuity right now mm -hmm. having been dare i say doughy previously yeah yeah right. so you're you essentially need to like sit out on like a plate on the counter like without saran wrap and just kind of get stale <laughs> and and start to get a little flakier and just crumblier and, and kind of lose some moisture. And then. And then I'll get microwaved and microwaved and, and get some margarine slathered on you. Yeah. Yep. 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 And everything will return to, to its normal level of suppleness. Um, oh man. It's a beautiful cycle when you kind of walk <laughs> through it like that. Well, you want like a yin and a yang, like you want to be consuming roughly the same amount of milk duds as you would butter per day. <laughs> um, so that they can kind of hang in balance. Ideally it is one part milk duds, one part butter each day. 
maybe in the winter you want to go with just slightly more butter like like maybe like 55 yeah just because the air is it's drier out and you know it's just drier so mm-hmm. and, you, and, and then maybe in the summer you tell you conversely eat more milk duds exactly you produce less sweat mm-hmm. you, yeah you know well you also you know you want to be more hydrated in the summer so maybe you just don't i don't know you always i would say if i was going to trend in one direction it would be i would trend butter mm. and i would trend supple and i would just i i prefer to be i prefer to be a. I prefer to be on the suppler side of the spectrum. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I don't know if I've ever really felt the need, the need for tweed, nor <laughs> the need for uh, intentionally drying myself out and loading <laughs> up on milk duds. But I'll tell you, it brings me to an interesting development, which is that we got a hot tub set up here. At the oh, studio. shit, daddy. Um, it's it's real DIY. It's Spidey's, like, inflatable hot tub. It comfortably fits two, probably less comfortably fits three, and even more so four. And then I, 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 if there was, like, four people already in there, I'd be like, yeah, I'm not going to get in there. Sure. But, and it's just on, like, a homemade platform with, like, free wood in our backyard but hey so what heats the fucking it's a hot tub i mean it's plugged in like a normal hot tub it's just like the body of it is not like a such an installation as like another hot tub it's like a heavy duty kind of inflated material gotcha Hmm. you know it's substantial it's like a real it's a real hot tub but it's kind of the least you know (laughs) <laughs> overhead you can put into it sure but the most mobility possible. that's true the the most mobility possible but so i've been soaking we got a, a big old snowstorm here in seattle which is all, all but melted away already mm-hmm. um but uh so that was real fun so i i've been increasingly finding myself soaking in there and it's just drying my skin out i'm you know, I'm like Patrick and uh, SpongeBob and in, in the SpongeBob movie when they're in the collector's shop oh, and yeah. they die and then get like a little bit of water and come back to life. Yeah, it's a tear. Um, yeah, so I've I've been much more often recently needing to aggressively supple myself up, butter yeah. myself up, so to speak. <laughs> then uh, kind of you seem to have the opposite problem. You need to dry out. You need to. You need to. Yeah. You need to dud out. Uh, you know, it, it it varies from person. Sometimes you want to be the plum. Sometimes you want to be the prune. And and interesting, like, interesting way to look at life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, really kind of wise and circumspect uh, <laughs> aphorism there. If 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 any kind of newer addition listeners over these you know 49 episodes are curious what what the bit we're talking about is this is going to be like our clip show episode because we're just going to make a bunch of callbacks oh Um, yeah remember when yeah remember when so here's a couple references over the last few minutes uh, i guess if i can remember so you're going to want to listen to the pirates of the caribbean trilogy to get a lot of our captain jack sparrow jokes from earlier 
uh, those were the second through uh, fourth episode. Uh, we covered the original trilogy, as I like to call it. Mm -hmm. uh, those episodes <laughs> were called... Uh, what was the first one called? Oh, Her Majesty's Royal Navy is full of cucks. A little wordy. Yeah, I would maybe change the title on that if I go back. Second one, still love the title, In the Pig Pen and Tortuga. Yeah. <laughs> and then the third one was Make the Seven Seas Great Again. That's All right. Classic episodes. Go Lord back and Cox check Bennett. them out if you haven't heard them. Yeah. That's when we were doing uh, the original nocturnally missions format of the show which is only a few episodes it was short-lived unfortunately killed by the pandemic where we would go into the kbga studio from midnight to 2 a.m and uh just ramble on about a bunch of bunch of bullshit <laughs> yeah. effectively um so that was maybe the height of that also another great one from that era i would say is the second coming of goofy jesus christ oh yeah oh yeah first appearance of the mystery guest yeah and uh where we recount uh going to there was a big controversy about <laughs> disney parties at that point that crow got embroiled in and the yeah. mystery guest needed to resolve it and we talked about our youthful trips to Disney parks, but it also kind of hypothesized like a like a an alternate history where like Christianity, like Christian theology, was reoriented around like Goofy as like the messianic figure who got like crucified and yeah and all that. Forgive, forgive them, Father. Yuck, for they don't know what they do. Yuck, yeah. yuck, that kind of stuff. So that was pretty classic. Um, and then the milk dud butter thing comes from milk dud milk jug. Oh yeah, classic the candy episode. Yeah, which may I think have been one of the first quarantine companion, which is what we first called the show after we stopped doing it in the studio and just doing it at home. Yeah, and, and cursing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> letting loose a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we so that one's a classic. That's where Crow initially sort of lays out how he operates on like a supple butter to flaky milk dud scale of existence. Yep. He kind of yep. elucidates on that more fully. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to know how to keep your skin in balance, go listen to that episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we kind of expanded expanded on it yeah. quite a bit just there. So you you yeah. probably get the the picture, but we talk about it even more. Yeah in that episode um man what are what are what do you think are some other classics of the the qc era so to speak crow oh man um you know i think holes stands the test mm. of time uh, i gotta go back and listen to that one i haven't checked I haven't, I haven't revisited that one in a while but yeah loved that movie we had a we had a great time another mystery guest appearance yeah, for sure. Um, of course, a heavy hitter will always be the Big Trouble in Little China episode to me. I loved that one. You really had um, a good time. I had a great time. Fun, yeah. Uh, when Mac Noonan was around. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That was Hostile Vibes. That was. That was still. That was. Oh in the right. Current, you know, right. Yeah. Met, but that That's was right. still. That was Urukai Doordash. 
Yeah, that's great. Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess also the, uh, oh man, it's a, a, a little diamond in the rough. Um, the Napoleon dynamite episode with, uh, <laughs> with, with what did he, what did he call himself? I, I, I'm just going to say DJ Hans Yolo. Yeah. Yeah. Ola, yeah. dude. But, uh, yeah. And I think kind of the canonical ones from that are the Shrek. Yeah. Quartet. Oh yeah. With, uh, Roberto Ilgamo himself. <laughs> yeah. And Enrique, the Shrekspert. Um, we did all four Shreks. I think those are really kind of a great introduction into the show. Yeah. Uh, we Because we just really kind of sink our teeth into them and, you know, like expand the mythology in a lot of interesting ways. Make a lot of interesting observations about kind of how like culturally prescient the Shreks were. <laughs> yeah. I think in the first one, I I make an argument that the first Shrek movie predicted 9 11. <laughs> right? Oh yeah. As like a big theory. Yeah. Um, in the in the and then that and that kind of takes up a lot of the first one, and then the third, the second through the fourth, we spend a lot of the time talking about um obsessively talking about donkey and dragon's relationship yeah and how yeah. that goes and we speculate a lot about that and we're talking about kind of treatment at the hands of the keebler elves <laughs> all right yeah yeah it's it's all pretty good we all kind of settle on the conclusion that we kind of like shrek the third the best because it's yeah. just the most fucking crazy one yeah and then of course the uh duo the tenacious d pick of destiny episode in the school of rock episode with pat the tenacious d one is called the shitty ass and a head full of boomers yeah. and uh, the school of rock one is called getting lucky in kentucky uh, and that those are just a classic uh classic content i think yeah um i think at some point the school of rock one was the, like the most popular or the most listened to yeah I, it, like it, but kind of it was great i mean it was it still might be one. the best one mm -hmm. we uh because we we did tenacious d with with pat and then we spent about half the time talking about school of rock and realized that they were essentially companion pieces and we needed to talk about both of them and then yeah, in the School of Rock one, we uh, we really uh, it's really it's like uh, it's it's hilarious, I think, and and Pat is is so funny and like observant, but uh, it also is like it's it's like it was a super cathartic episode. That movie is super cathartic and trying to understand it, you know, because I just love it so much. Yeah, I still feel like I don't, but we kind of got close. Yeah. Um. So if yeah, if you're someone who like us consider School of Rock among your canon of like really, really massive, weighty cultural important artifacts, you're gonna want to check out that episode. I think that's yeah. that's that's close to our peak, and definitely, I think that was one of the last 
And then also the, the episode called Hostile Vibes from Molson Places, where we kind of get the idea for the current format of the show, where the, the original ZB appearance, uh, Zach, Be- Zach Belger, Zonky Balgar. Yeah, these many names, a man of many names, but he was on that one and told us about the time he got, uh, he had like a, he worked at a Chili's in Helena, and a bartender who was addicted to meth there was convinced that he was sleeping with his wife. And it's a great, crazy story. And that I was like, oh, and you, yeah. So all of those are worth checking out. And then, uh, yeah, shortly after that, we kind of switched and became, you know, went through our final uh, transfiguration. And became the show that we are now with the famous Party Hardy Marty episode. <laughs> or I guess the first one was Next Stop Pumpkinville. Right. Which I barely remember. And then Party Hardy Marty. Um, and then So Many Cents. Yeah. Wait, was, was Zeke Bleakless there for Party Hardy Marty? No, that was just you and, you and I. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy to think those iterations that it's gone through and and where we all where we are and it's it's moved so many locations uh for a show, you know. Um and it seems to have settled down for a little while. Yeah, finally. Yeah. It's come to rest. Yeah. Or maybe I don't know about rest, but uh <laughs> you know, some level of consistency perhaps. Yeah. Um. You know, I don't, what are what are some uh, what are what do you what do you, would have been some classic hostile vibes episodes, Chris? Oh, daddy! If you hadn't heard them, you would say necessary re-listens or necessary uh, canon builders for the new listener. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we have so many. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I'm more thinking about moments. Um. But, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a non-episode, but I will never forget the uh, Dumb and Dumber episode with yeah. one of the experts. I mean, <laughs> maybe that's not a totally Maybe legendary. one to skip. Like, if you have to pick one to skip. <laughs> um, we, there's one, yeah. We, we, got, we got Enrique on because we just love Dumb and Dumber. So we, want, we had this idea. I was like, let's try and do a live commentary. It yeah. didn't ideally work out. There's like long, and some of it's pretty good, but there's also like long stretches where we're just <laughs> have we're and we're having a great time, but it's not necessarily great audio to just hear like five minutes of us just watching and laughing at Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> so you're not a riveting listen. Yeah, but that I, I was, take a, some... it was a hoot to do. It was it was a blast yeah. to record. I, d- I definitely uh, per- I take some responsibility for how that one went because I had not watched the movie before we decided to mm-hmm. do the episode, um, which I think can make a difference. Yeah. Um, but let's see, favorite hostile vibes. Um, the daddy daycare one with Rob. <laughs> That's fantastic. Fun. I can't yeah. remember what that one is called. Hun buggies. Hun buggies. buggies. Hun buggies. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Hun yeah. buggies um, is a classic. 
you know, you talk about cathartic episodes. Uh, I think Independent Beans, that episode. That's a great Whatever crow you... episode. That's an amazing. Yeah. Uh, for the, that, that one hugely builds out the crow canon. Independent <laughs> yeah. Beans and My Night with Him. That's a yeah. crow's barfly days. One <laughs> yeah. of the craziest guys you ever met. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Legend of Sheep Farmer Randy is a fond met one of mine. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a one that it's, cannon. Yeah, that's a hooks cannon builder for sure. For some yeah. uh, for some individual ones. For a for a mutual one for sure. Episode thirty, the last sort of grand milestone I think that we reached. Uh, Crawdad pinching hand champion. Oh, right. Yeah, that was a the, legendary uh, episode. Dare, Crow and I were dare camp counselors, and we get our, our friend Sean Cat, who was there also, there on to talk about it. Yeah. A legendary yeah. one. Um, farewell to Lake Town. I haven't really listened because it'll make me cry, but that's when I yeah. was moving away. Now, talk Oof. about a cathartic one. Yeah. Um, a recent classic, 9 11 2. Oh yeah. It's really good. Also <laughs> with Pat, I think. Um uh time traveling piss freak episode 40 is kind of fun. Oh, yeah. And then we got into this is probably the for a while the biggest influx of kind of listens and listeners that we've had for a while was the the Lord of the Rings series, of course with the hooks hydra so y'all probably know about that one but you know if you just kind of came into it on that one that's sort of a brief guide clip show guide to some of the hostile vibes canon if you want to get back into it oh man that that you know what man like expand your mindset what it's been like what two or two or three weeks um did you hear that no okay my my computer's making noises right now but uh it's crazy watching porno <laughs> some sasha gray <laughs> no um but it what was that like two or three weeks ago that we wrapped up those lord of the rings episodes um yeah maybe even more yeah it's insane to think how much time we put into those but uh, i think it really pays off uh when you listen hours to them. Of content yeah that was uh that was um probably the most that's a road trip lesson right there for sure and the, and Maybe. I, I, actually it's funny i heard some um from friend from friend of the show adam i heard great um heard a great response from him about those Dude, that was keeping him company on the yeah, road on the road yeah you know he was on the road but uh yeah very nice to hear but yeah i the, probably the most solid round table for uh watching lord of the rings was uh the hooks hydra and so I think oh. those, those episodes really, um, Oof, it was a heady brew. Yeah. You know? They pop off because of that. It's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I, yeah, uh, uh, having been a member of infinite hooks, Hydra, that, that, yeah. Uh, discussions like that. I kind of was like, you know, at some point, a powerful uh it's a powerful brew it's a heady concoction one to be wielded i think carefully 
like a palantir like a palant much like a palantir yeah. much like a ring of power itself and you know i was like it's a it's a massive topic it required uh you know an, an a team an all-star all-star cast yeah um so yeah that definitely i think is i think we reached some highs i think we also reached some lows in those episodes but i my like what many people might consider lows but what i consider highs yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> of our brand of unique brand of content mm -hmm. um, but yeah it's been kind of uh it's funny because i think the genesis for the vic show as it exists now and in pep in perpetuity as hostile vibes was essentially the sensation of like we would get together with just kind of us or the gang or whoever and it was like once this the you know the the stories start flowing they just the the you know smash mouth said the years start coming and they don't stop coming or whatever um and uh it just it, the kind of that kind of feeling of like when you kind of put them all up together there's like a lot of dense wacky like shit to unpack there and i'm having the same sensation now as we just go back and like be like yeah what what's kind of all this stuff though and we haven't even gotten to all of it like there's so much yeah in there, but it's just like over these last 49 50 episodes you know 50-ish episodes it's just like it's 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 crazy to me to think about all of the all of that canon that we've already accumulated and you know i know that there is still so much more to come but it's admittedly i uh i had the i had the hope when we started that we might reach some point like this where we could finally you know finally cast back and be like wow there's so much fucking dense absurd stuff in here like uh -huh. that i just always wanted to get to that and it's fun to kind of think back and like yeah there's just when you kind of cast your mind, when you go through the whole canon of the show, do the clip show, it's like, oh my God, there's so much. For sure. Goddamn dumb shit that we <laughs> recorded to tape on this show. Yeah. Uh, I'm so thrilled. Many, many laughs, many laughs and um, many grunts and groans and cause and jizzes. Yeah, or yeah. comes rather. Uh, comes, yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant. But uh, yeah, totally. I. It's weird thinking that there are some that I can't even remember at this point that I know I'm forgetting. But yeah, uh, yeah. That the that the catalog is that large that I would forget is insane to me. Yeah, like we uh, watched Monsters Inc. and then recorded an episode where we kind of talked about it and also just played the game of life with yeah. history guests. Yeah. yeah. One of, what I think the first quarantine companion, that show began with... We just with, played Catan. We just played Catan on your iPad, which Classic was a, game. A, a terrific episode. And I will <laughs> never forget... Like, the image of that day, though the episode might not be spectacular and the whole, you know broader sense of the canon but that uh i remember that day so vividly that was, that was like right when the pandemic began yeah um yeah that was the first new 
version at home yeah. version of the show. And when the streets began to become like deserted for a while before yeah, people forgot. Yeah. Eerie period of time. Mm-hmm. Um Crickets for Catamere is that one? Yep, exactly. You want to listen to that one? It's a time capsule from a unique unique moment in time where we all thought it was just going to be like a month yeah yeah um but we play some settlers of Catan. that one probably generated our most a little gassy but uh generated our most grievances to date people had a lot of problems with not necessarily anything about how we played the game just how we sort of referred to things yeah (laughs) yeah names we came up with to call the resources specifically but you know listen to that episode to uh yeah to find out about it uh i don't know about you if that's all that the haters have to say then uh (laughs) yeah then (laughs) then we're in good shape shape. you're exactly right um so crow i don't know about you but i certainly have to make a little bit of wet out of my front oh god i thought you'd never say something so let's yeah. just take a little break and come back and i don't know just do more of this kind of bullshit i guess yeah i'm into this kind of bullshit piss all right jam in there crew i was dude yeah i've been listening to some uh some crystal castles been making me feel real nostalgic yeah making you want to rip out the kendama yeah yes bro exactly yeah i have gotten that thing out lately <coughs> did you know that i was known as the uh the the kendama llama did you know that at one point in high school, that was like my name online to like my friends and stuff was the Kendama Lama. Kendama Lama Ding Dong? Yeah, I thought it was sort of meant it as like the Dalai Lama, but if he, his main superpower was Kendama. Uh, you were the, you were Kendama Lama Ding Dong. That's what and I think about that. Called himself the Budama. <laughs> I think about that guy <laughs> fairly regularly, <laughs> like in the sense that I like on the relative scale of like random people from back in the day that I don't think about that much. He pops up a lot where I'm just like, <laughs> he pops oh, in. I wonder what that fucking guy is doing. I picture him like fully retreating into the into the bush <laughs> in the in the south somewhere like uh skinning a cat or something truly i i just like the last i just remember like seeing a a facebook status of his at the towards the end of high school he was like all I want to do is like, if then he's like, it's such a fucking rough, di- rough week or something. All I want to do is like drive 
with my friends out out into the out into the hills and get as drunk as I possibly can and get my car as stuck as I possibly can <laughs> and like put as much chew into my mouth as I possibly can. And those were like the three, th <laughs> like, and he was trying to do all three to the max, like the trifecta to the max and posting about it. I was just like, what a world, what a time. I always forget and then remember. And I'm just like, I, I freaking forgot how much of a thing it was. Like there was a subset of people always like fucking mudden. And trying to, and who's like was like all I want to do is get stuck and try to ha with my friends and try to figure out how we get the car out with a winch. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't. I anytime something like that has happened to me, I've hated it and it's been a huge inconvenience. I don't understand that as like a leisure activity. But then I love combining of like, I'm going to do, I'm going to get as stuck as possible, as <laughs> drunk as possible and fit as much fucking, pack the biggest fucking chaw into my gums as I can possibly fit. Rumor <laughs> has it, he's still Rumor stuck in the woods it. to this day. This is great because I thought, I was like, I want to come in on something where I can just like drop a name and bleep it. Because yeah. I was thinking, or like a bunch, because and I'm just going to do it, because I was thinking about last weekend, or last episode when you were talking about Zach. And, <laughs> and uh, I had to like bleep it, I because and I didn't have control over it, and it took me a long time to go back into the edit and find the specific place where you accused Zonky Bulgar of D <laughs> which you know is not necessarily the act itself is not what is derogatory in that joke to us. It's the person that it's der you know yes the, the, the bleep out person <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> itself. We just want to say um, <laughs> as crude as the joke is, and so I was like, I want to have an excuse. Because I know we're just coming in. It's so easy to find this spot in the edit. I just want to start dropping names and bleeping myself out because it is kind of fun. And it's funny <laughs> when it happens in the episode. And so I'm glad yes. that you just organically brought up <laughs> right at a spot that I just know exactly. I can find it right in the edit. I can drop all yeah. these names. I can say Yeah. I can say and I can say yeah. whatever I want. It's easy yeah. to find. I have the, the bleeper ready to go. Well, you think he's disappeared into the bush? I just wanted to pop off. I just wanted to, fuck, I wanted to like shoot off with the bleep gun from the hip, you know, and yeah. make it easy on myself. Yeah. And you just provided with me with that opportunity. So I want to thank you for that, Crow. De you just wanted to pop off like did into when he was. To, uh... Okay, well now you're taking liberties here. <laughs> now you're gonna make me, dude. I was I was bringing them into a close. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I mean, do you want to get it out of your system? Is there anything else you want to say? No, no, no. But sometime we should talk about the fucking <laughs> and her fucking uh uh Helena High School <laughs> sometime. At, on the grounds on you campus think, you think
Oh yeah. I mean, why not? Why wouldn't you? That would be the most. That exciting. would be the whole point. Yeah. For me, honestly, to get involved with something like that. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's kind of. Um... If I in a classic situ in a classic <laughs> doctor thinks it. In the most like primitive sense, like desecrating on your workplace. This is gonna be that's gonna be the most ridiculous few minutes of content. Like I thought the last episode, okay, tumor with ZB was the most chaotic. Yeah. These last few minutes listener, where it's just like so many. It's it's I don't know what it's gonna be, but I think yeah. it'll be funny. I'm having yeah. fun. Making this trouble for ourselves right now. Yeah. Are you yeah. having fun? I'm having a great time. You but look I, like you're having fun. It's a great. Anytime I hear in like. <laughs> Do you want to list any public grievances? <laughs> any public grievances? <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. What were you? Leo Dutton. <laughs> sheriff. <laughs> yeah, sheriff sure. Lewis and Clark County <laughs> Sheriff Leo Dutton. Yeah, yeah, man, the most good old boy you could ever possibly possibly be, and absolutely horny for the camera um at okay any rate, interesting yeah. at any rate we're gonna yeah. leave that one in okay <laughs> yeah yeah and it's funny someone was telling me was it i feel like it was someone that we both know that was telling me recently that every time he goes to make an appearance on camera like for whatever local news station is in we're Helena. still talking about leo Duff. <laughs> yeah. i really thought you were changing the subject and i no. was on board with it but think about this i just I'm, I'm curious to hear your take on it if you haven't heard it but every time he goes to make a an appearance on camera for the news stations he puts on a cowboy hat and like gets all like cowboyed up for the camera. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, you gotta, you know, I mean, if you're a law enforcement officer in Montana, it, uh, they feel like it's necessary and obligatory to adhere to their iconography, you know, and their iconic, not in the like, yeah, dude, you're iconic, but iconic, like in the sense of their iconography history of, and their like real history uh, rooted in the fact that, you know, like the Lewis and Clark County Sheriff's Office, probably, you know, almost definitely originated at like extrajudiciously yeah. as like a vigilante. Right. I'm, you dude, know, the essentially like white supremacists military police in like territorial montana you know enabling theft of indigenous people and yeah. uh, chinese immigrants in the state and, and you know any non-white people or poor people or whatever and like that history lives on and, and like is so sanitized where it's like yeah he wants to evoke being a, a sheriff in Montana, right? I'm gonna wear. You wear a cowboy hat. Yeah. What do you? Well, it's, sidearm is probably like a fucking six shooter, basically, or something. And it's like, you know, it's very obvious that they like, you know, don those symbols knowingly. It's just like a, sure. a miseducation of of history in large part that those symbols are. Uh, 
celebrated completely uh in a completely sanitized way in Montana. you know in the state like we have the fucking yeah. vigilante parade for which, sure talk about content to come oh maybe. my god yeah I, and i was just thinking the first time i was ever pulled over by highway patrol in montana yeah uh, I had been, yeah, I had been chiefing a shitload of Keith and the guy was a fucking idiot or something. Cause he never smelled it and never questioned <laughs> it. Let me go. And Jesus, I like could barely see out of my fucking eyes. <laughs> um, you looked him dead in the eyes and you said, I can't see my screen. <laughs> yeah. I said, sure. Uh, officer, I just Falcon punched the Grinch's house into the moon roof. You know what I'm and saying? He looked at you and said, I know exactly what you mean, <laughs> yeah. son. Have a nice day. Yeah. Safe. Well, well, that's, that's kind of fucked up. He, it's funny he, to think about too, because sorry, finish your thought. Well, well, I think you had already pointed it out though that he has that he had the patch of three seven seventy sevens on his, which also brings into my mind like something we should ask Zeke Bleakless about sometime, perhaps for an episode. Um, that he was a part of this like secret club at Helena High School. Um, perhaps oh yeah i remember i know about the 3777s yeah (laughs) there was the like the high school illuminati (laughs) named after the diamond (laughs) the the vigilantes in 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 helena back in the old west called themselves the 3777s are across montana because those are the dimensions of the grave you know because they lynched and extrajudiciously killed people and uh you know that became the montana highway patrol and they let you know that because it's still on the badge uh, yep. So imagine being an indigenous person or like a Chinese person or a person of color in this state and you're pulled over by a law enforcement officer whose badge essentially fucking has a burning cross on it. Yeah. Gotta be a fun experience. Completely um, fucked up. And, and, and that's how this sort of club, as far as I knew, um, this like secret society club in, in Helena High School was formulated around this idea of like people like students infiltrating like bully groups and they were supposed to be standing up for like the <laughs> underdogs i swear to god that's how that's how it was explained to me i swear to god isn't that fucking ridiculous and so I, they, they asked students that, that like teachers who had seen certain students that I guess they perceived as like exemplars of like this moral fortitude or something like that. Uh, these students were expected to to kind of like lead the lead the fight against bullying and um, yeah, I guess general harassment in high school. But done. Do you think, do you think he's ZV is still maybe deep undercover? <laughs> He and they implanted grade. him with you. They identified you as the bully. Yeah. They, Someone uh, that they needed to follow outside still, of high school. They, yeah, they're still trying to uh, get dirt on you. They're still building the case on you. Yeah, they're going to like Rico a bunch of Because I remember bullies. the teacher who was in charge of that really yeah. had it out for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. that's a, I've fucking, I, that's a great idea. We're going to have to do that yeah for sure at some point again yeah and i could talk about my experience with that teacher and uh you you were an outlaw baby yeah dude the high school baby yeah 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 needed to be wrangled up by some 3777s club uh members you know Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah totally bizarre and i mean weird coming from the south and 
I'm sure I've mentioned it before on the show, but coming from the South and coming to a city who has a major high school parade called the Vigilante Parade uh, was troubling. Yeah, it's literally like they just didn't have the overt racism of the Southern (laughs) vigilantes because the Southern vigilantes were so overly like overtly overtly racial in the sense that they were you know rounding up they were you know they were originally you know southern police originated as slave rounder uppers you know free slave enslaved people rounder uppers and uh and you know the clan and shit like that and uh just be they just to now have the historical cover out west of having been you know out west north of the mason dixon and like not overtly associated with the confederacy or enslavement or anything like that and uh they get a pass yeah yeah and they were pretty fucked up yeah they were pretty fucked up yeah yeah i mean the yeah it's weird the the culture surrounding it at least for the first year and probably the second year well, mainly just the first year, I guess. There was still a lot of like community hype around it. And there was really at that point still no real question from everyone involved of like its legitimacy and um, how it was perceived, you know? Uh, and, and it wasn't until yeah, maybe the next year that I did it that, you know, it really was called into question. Maybe they canceled like the Buffalo jump parade or float um, or something like that. And, but Did still. they? I don't ever remember them making any changes to it. Mm, maybe but, not. But uh, it's funny. I uh, <laughs> I was uh, recently explaining, just randomly was like, <laughs> I think I, I was like telling someone out here who's like from here, uh, some sort of story that randomly like touched on the vigilante parade. And I was like, so I was like, oh shit. So like you have you just kind of have to stop. And like, okay, well, I have that, I have to explain what that is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the vigilante so parade. To stop it to just to a complete outsider to just stop and explain what the vigilante parade is is so <laughs> absurd. Yeah. 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 I mean, and I feel like it survives on one notion and that that notion is just that it's been going on for so long that well, it's that, like it's it we should i'm gonna track down i'm gonna track down whatever uh whatever like because it you know it, it was like thanksgiving or something where it, it's the second week and or the last friday in may or something you know every year i'll figure out what that is and whatever uh episode of ours aligns with that this year maybe we should do yeah there's we'll be that's like a year you know that's a recurring we've got so much (laughs) we did so much uh regrettable but kind of interesting (laughs) and also some things that i'm quite proud of um things regarding a vigilante parade we got yeah. famously disqualifying our 
current our floats eventually kicked out every single year, but not until we drove them through the parade, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, so uh, some bl- plenty of shenanigans there. I was oh, it was. I was ta- I was talking to someone about a, a memory I have essentially because we saw someone like razor scootering by of a friend of the show former guest s cat razor scootering around in his boxers in our like sophomore <laughs> year of high school as we were building our vigilante parade and i was just kind of like, recounting that memory and then i was like oh shit now i gotta i gotta explain what this bullshit is yeah yeah it's crazy i mean one of those memories that lies in there is um the epic mealtime uh, ripoff. <laughs> the vigilante burger. The vigilante burger, <laughs> which was um, that was hilarious. It was in uh, the the most amount of meat that I've eaten yeah. in one day, and the most amount of soda that I've uh, consumed in one yeah, day. Yeah, there's a I, I have like a picture of that on my Facebook where I'm just like in the corner of a picture. I'm taking a photo of it, and you can just see like my like skinny teenage arms, and I just have like this scarlet pink i don't know what you would call it but this pink bright pink sunburn all over my body and i was like i don't know what happened but it's it's just like indicative to me of like being in high school it was just like doing whatever completely sunburned as shit and like not fully worried about it yeah 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 <laughs> classic yeah classic but uh, yeah, that's just a, a hell in a tradition that, that sticks out to me. Weird place, man. It boggles the mind. It boggles the mind, bro. <laughs> Maybe not, but uh, yeah, later for a later for a later episode. Um, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what other what other ideas, Crow? Would we have? For the inevitable, get hooked. Oh, not oh, look at you! What a subtle plug. Go dude. get cross platform. Okay, explicit hub or plug. What the fuck? I can't talk today. Explicit plug. Listen to Get Hooked with Hooks on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Now that's my radio show. Yeah. Um, you can find it and listen to it anytime. Hey. Maybe we'll get you on one of these weeks. I'd love that little guest appearance. So you play music. Cross promotion. That's exactly right. Um, what was I going to talk about? Oh, ideas for the show. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. For the inevitable hostile lives. Patreon, like spinoff, like additional additional content i think uh one big one that i have had on my mind for a while uh is we've already got the hooks gets hooked i guess yep. you could call it yeah yeah and i i think well, that's a good peter good pan draw. stuff for the first time yeah i think a lot of good will come from that um do you think i'll improve as a person he, i think if i will, do that well we will all grow uh in a certain sense okay um and speaking of which i one that i've been sitting on for a while and kind of going back and forth on yeah i'm I'm not totally sure the listeners are ready for it but okay maybe it's worth a shot it would get some good guest appearances that's for sure um photo class i think oh my god would be yeah 
something we're talking about just because there's a lot of stuff that went down there and um i think some i think we'll have to free some people from some ndas before we yeah yeah that's true that's true people would <laughs> have to sign some waivers you know, we've got to <laughs> um yeah talk about the the most uh the most demonetizing (laughs) episode we could possibly do Uh, yeah 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 well someday yeah Um, i don't know if that's like a whole series yeah Uh, but uh at some point you know yeah we'll run out of anything else yeah yeah we don't necessarily to to base ourselves further um yeah the other idea is sign of the times always yeah yeah where we do seinfeld i i like that idea i think that um you know from the get-go when you've said that i've always thought that that sounded fun and uh give me a good excuse to get uh, as brushed up on seinfeld as you are i mean my god you live and breathe seinfeld references all right listener this is this is your this is your prompt. So, as you are writing into Adonis Crow six 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 at gmail.com in anticipation of the big episode five zero to come, as you are calling into the uh, Hostel Vibes voicemail at four zero six two eight two one four one two, you know check in say whatever you got to say but also let us know if you'd rather hear if you'd rather hear for a little bit of money uh us tackle peter pan for the first time the peter pan universe or uh do like an exhaustive seinfeld review and we'll see what ends up happening um i think we i think we should also discuss Starl Crob at some point. That's the stupidest <laughs> spoonerism I've ever heard in my life. I mean, yeah, the whole high school soccer days. Like, there's an infinite stories there, too. Ball handling, if you will. If you will. Debustas. Uh, <laughs> Our intramural basketball team was was kind of legendary as well. Um, you know, we've got fake crab coming up. Yeah, have um, have you have we explicitly said what the well, next what, episode is going to once be? Once we get to episode one hundred, we've got. I don't even know how to tease it in an effective way, so I'm not even gonna. But hopefully, we'll get to that. An inferno. But, uh, should that be? Yeah, the inferno. Hell yeah. yeah. Hostile <laughs> vibes, the inferno. This yeah. the circle of hell. Um, <laughs> but uh, for episode fifty, yeah, let's let's make that the reward for getting to forty nine episodes, listener. Um, we're we're gonna we're gonna. So I'm not gonna give a date because I'm not quite sure exactly how long it's going to take us to kind of pull this all together, but we've got a big one for episode 50. It's a milestone. This of course, as we've mentioned, the clip show is 49. Um, it's going to be kind of, we're going to try to get like an ensemble together because we're going to talk about 
uh, the uh, we only did it once, <laughs> but uh, the time a bunch of uh, former guests and potentially new guests, who knows? Mm-hmm. But uh, and and uh, Hooks and Crow <laughs> went to uh, model United Nations <laughs> in high school, um, and it's just kind of like there's just there's there's a, there's quite a bit there. And I think more than anything, it's just a chance to get get a, a good number of people maybe on, yeah, for like a, a nice occasion, yeah. And as we said, if you write anything in, or you could even send, you know, like a voice memo or something to AdonisGross six 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 at gmail dot com, or again, you can leave a voicemail. I'm trying to find it again. A voicemail at uh, <laughs> the hostile vibes mailbox at 406-282-1412 um and if you do it ahead of time we'll weave that into the big episode 50 which will be kind of fun um yeah. it's based you know we we kind of already crossed a year so we don't get one out every single week we're not perfect but it is a it's you know it's quite a milestone crow i never I never was quite sure we'd ever get this freaking far. I know. That's like a, that, that's almost one a week for the past year. It's pretty close. That's pretty close. I'm proud of us. It's, it's, it's going to be rough. You know, it'll probably end up being like 50 episodes in like 55 weeks or so. Yeah. Yeah, but goddamn, those are decent. Uh, That's you know, a decent return, I would say. Yeah. For uh, just kind of of our doing it of our own volition. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Of course. I mean, that's like a ninety percent success rate. <laughs> yeah. Something, something like it's that. Not bad. Yeah. Certainly not bad. So yeah, hit us up there, listener, if you want. We'll play it on the show. We'd lo- you know, I, I, and I will explicitly say to any of the kind of. Uh, listeners out there that we don't con converse with regularly irl i would especially <laughs> love to hear from you whatever far flung Helena, missoula whatever folk are out there um would be kind of cool so open open invitation baby <laughs> open sesame up. Hit us up and uh, look forward to that episode 50 soon, which will be called Fake Crab. Fake? I'll tell you about that, specifically why, but (laughs) I just already know that's what it's going to be called (laughs) because that's the most important part. (laughs) Someone someone from that story is from the swamp. Yeah, you. And they love them critters. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um but anyway uh what what freaking time is it how long we've been doing this thing hey guess what oh hey specific time it's 4 17 you got three minutes oh bro i thought you'd never ask man hey yeah yeah dude i my weed consumption has gone way up dude how's it has your steadied out at all or are you still through the roof I'm, it's steady out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I read an article not too long ago about, um, it was like in the New York Times or something. And it was like when 
pandemic drinking has gone too far. Um, and as I read it, it featured every category of uh, weed smoking that I've been doing. And um, it got me a little concerned. Is there, you know, a level of pandemic chiefing that can go too far? I, I don't know. I think it's interesting, which is a dilemma that I'm at right now, sort of, or I'm navigating it right now, which is like, I had fully gotten into pandemic mode where I was just like, society is like paused and on hold and like should be, you know, the death machinery of capitalism is like still grinding and people are like forced into it. And, you know, we're all forced into it to a certain degree, but like, to the sense that like outside of, you know, work and stuff, if you just kind of spend all of your time kind of just cheaping at home, that's a pretty solid way to be spending your time right now when other things are completely harmful. But I, what I'm, I had completely gone and just like, yeah, that's, you know, nothing wrong with that. I, you know, you, you gotta do what you gotta do, but then any time you, know, you did, better to be just like you know playing warzone <laughs> and like ripping bangers all day man then uh you know going going to bars or anything so but that's it's it is gonna start opening up again this year like hopefully and uh it, you know it, it's gonna be an adjustment for everyone re going into normal life habits again eating you know? ass like yeah. i don't think that i can continue to uh live my life my quarantine lifestyle uh in uh once it's over which kind of bums me out because like the there's a horrific toll to it that is completely traumatic to me as well but the day-to-day -day of quarantine life really suits me you know like working from home chilling like an imperative kind of on staying home and not really doing much all the time. I'm super into that. Yeah. That's really my speed. So like uh, when there's not the societal imperative to do that anymore, I'm going to, it's going to be rough. It's going to be yeah. a rough adjustment, but right a worthwhile one for all the gain and stuff. But I know what you mean where I'm like, man, I'm going to, it, it's just so acceptable and easy and quarantine to just be a, a real domestic stoner yeah and uh less so in if and when reality ever resumes a little bit yeah no, i'm kind of not looking forward to that but but i you know again i i also am then also like well i want to do all the i want to be able to do anything i want yeah. when i want to so the cost of that is that anyway everybody else has let's go out all yeah. the time <laughs> yeah. Yeah. whatever a small price to pay yeah a small price to pay i'm not totally sure my eyes are ready to adjust to anything other than neon light that's true what is yeah the vibe dungeon yeah you're I like spiegel in the cave you've yeah. become accustomed to it yeah your eyes yeah. have adjusted to it that's all i see anymore i yeah. kid you not like the so outside really, world will be harsh and hostile and you're 
pallid skin. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I kid you not. Whenever I step foot outside of this room, my eyes see different shades of colors for at least 20 I'm minutes. I'm not afterwards. sure what that means. Oh, like after you look into the sun and then look away. Yeah, exactly. All of the Which colors. Which I do all the time. Yeah. Just kidding. I don't do that. <laughs> J- all, old J. Brood Hookbeak. He's always out there staring into the sun. That's what he uh, I still will think about until the day I die when we had that like big eclipse um, in 2017 and Trump yeah. just like wa- made a big show. Of like they gave him glasses and he didn't want to use them and just looked straight at it with his eyes like immediately. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Truly a loss, that man. Uh just kidding. But uh <laughs> a meme lord for sure. And uh I hope, yeah, he can just just be a meme lord continuing, but yeah, I I think about that a lot. When he's just like immediately <laughs> staring at it. And fucking Melania had the glasses on and Baron had them on and he was just like, no. <laughs> I'm just going to look straight at it. Oh, God. What a legend. Uh, but anyways, I think that's probably all we need to do for episode 49. Yeah. It's been fun chilling. It's been a chill one. It's been a kickback. Yeah, we both got our robes on. We both got our robes on. We've been chilling. Um, so, yeah, again, Adonis Crow 666. I'm only going to do this one more time. Uh, voicemail at uh, 406-282-1412. Um, hit us up just in time for episode 50, the big 50. Um, Crow is making grotesque faces at me, which I know means it's time to go. It's time to wrap up. Yeah, Daddy. Uh, so thanks again for being with us on this long journey, listener. Um, as always, with my uh, fellow Crow host. Oh, come or jizz or nice. Yeah. Uh, this is Hooks. We're going to implore you to still don't eat ass, ass, ass. Right. Still avoid that transmissive behavior. Mm. Um, and most importantly, listener. Remember, he loves you, baby.